eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wait, think back all the way to January when the Bills season ended, unfortunately, the way it did. And how long of an offseason is going to be. You got to sit through and watch the championship games and the Super Bowl. And then you got to get to the combine, free agency, the owners meetings, the NFL draft, all the offseason work, the OTAs, the minicamp. It seems so long, and yet now here we are. It seems like it's just around the corner because it is mm-hmm. NFL football. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove, it's always game day in Buffalo. Matt, we are here. It is preseason week. We have football coming up. Yeah, less than five weeks away from the start of the regular season on September 11th in New York City, well, in Jersey. We are a couple days away from the preseason game, training camp, only a couple practices left in Rochester. We're recording this right before their final two days of practice in Rochester. And then, yeah, the Bills are going to have football basically every week from now up until whenever they are eliminated or if they're never eliminated. Whenever their season comes to an end, you mix in the bye week, but they've got a late bye week this year. Then that one week that separates the pre or those couple weeks that separate the preseason and the start of the regular season. So things are really starting to ramp up. This is when it gets really fun. I always say there are two things to me that mark the end of summer. The first one is the preseason. The second is whenever the Erie County Fair starts. I don't know if that makes me like a glass half empty kind of person. When the fair gets here, summer is done. I will stand on that take until the day I die. And the fair is this week. By the way, just a point of clarification, because it is a it is a new way of doing things as of last year. They do have Labor Day weekend off. They don't play a game Labor Day weekend. You have three preseason games, a week off, and then the regular season starts. So there's what, like just under two weeks in between when they play their final preseason game in their regular. So their final preseason no, game no, is August. Yeah, it's August 26th. It'll so be you're 16 right. days this year because they play on Monday Night Football. Okay. So yeah, the the last preseason game this year is in Chicago, August 26th. I believe all three of their preseason games are on Saturdays this year, which is a little bit different. So that's something to, you know. Yeah. Including the first one against the Indianapolis Colts this Saturday. We'll talk about that in a little while. Let's rewind a little bit though. Let's go back to the return of the blue and red. One of my favorite nights of the year, Matt, last Friday night inside the stadium, Highmark Stadium. It truly was a return because fans were lined up and packed outside the gate. I took a picture 
I posted it on Twitter about 40 minutes before the gates opened. It was already mm-hmm. packed. It truly is a great night for fans to come in, especially the kids to be screaming for their uh, favorite players to come over. And those players stayed, a lot of them, like well over an hour after to sign autographs, take pictures. And on the field, the, the families of the players, the families of the staff, it's an awesome evening. I think my favorite part about that night is that it's no secret that it's not cheap to go to an NFL football game. It can be expensive, even in a market like Buffalo, where tickets are much more affordable than they are in a lot of places. These tickets are free. Even if you can't get them through the team, there's a lot of other ways that you can get these tickets. People are donating them. People are giving them away on social media channels, Facebook groups, all of this stuff. So I think it's a really cool opportunity for people who might not get a chance to go to a regular season game, people who might not get a chance to go to the stadium for anything to go to see those guys up close and personal, to see Josh Allen in person. Like, that's really cool, especially for a lot of little kids if it's their first ever experience with football. You know, having Ellie now, she's about five months old. To me, that's what I think of when I go to those events. I go, okay, this will probably be her first experience of going to anything Bills related, probably taking her in a couple of years to that scrimmage sitting there, you know, I know she might not be able to take in everything that's happening, but it's a really, really cool event. I think all of it was great. What actually happened on the field kind of doesn't matter because it was a great night. The weather was awesome. The weather held out. We didn't know if it was going to rain that night. My only complaint, Sal, I think the blue helmet's kind of ugly. Well, I mean, he showed it off this year. Josh did like he showed off the red helmet last year. I've always been a, in fact, going into that week on WGR sports radio, five fifty, I said, you know, we were talking about Josh with the red helmet the year before. This is before we knew anything about the blue helmet, you know, coming out. I said, you yeah. know, I'm interested in that blue helmet. I think I like it. Well, Matt, I didn't like it as much as I thought. But I will say, it might only be because he was wearing all red in the uniform. I think the blue helmet would look better on a white jersey top. I agree. That's definitely, if you were going to ever use that helmet, you would have to use it with a white jersey. The red is too busy. There's too many things in play there. In the blue, it's not exactly the same shade of blue, so it would look even stranger. The red last year wasn't the same shade of red as the helmet, which is one of the reasons why that looked a little bit funky. I know there is so much noise of like, okay, why is this team not unveiling a new jersey? Why are they not unveiling like some new alternate helmet or a retro jersey, whatever it is? I kind of hear all of that. Like, I think they probably should have done something. I also think, though, the Bills have some of the cleanest jerseys in the NFL. I really do. I think their home jerseys are crisp. I think the white on white is one of the cleanest looks in the entire NFL. And it's kind of like if it's not broke, don't fix it. So that's how I feel a little bit about the jerseys. It would have been cool, though, if we could see them kind of roll out like some of those 90s jerseys. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take his idea away because this was John Scott from Spectrum. We were having this conversation at training camp the other day. It would be very cool, though, if they do it the last season in the stadium, like a way of like kind of putting a bow on the stadium. It would be very cool if they wore like different jerseys from the different eras of teams that played in that stadium. Well, I don't know if they're going to do that. I think that would be a cool idea. I can tell you, I'm sorry to kind of bring down the party for anyone hoping the Bills will not be wearing a alternate helmet this year or a throwback uniform. They will still wear their color rush uniforms. They're all red at some point this year, but they will not be wearing any sort of throwback or alternate uniform this year, unfortunately. And look, I mean, they're very popular anyway. They're widely popular. It would give them more popularity. There is a new stadium coming. Maybe it has something to do with that. Later on down the road, not really sure, but I know people want to see it, Matt, but it's not going to happen this year. Well, that's fine. I mean, 
I don't think people care if you're really, really good, right? <laughs> if the football team is really, really good, they yep. could be wearing those terrible Navy jerseys that they wore in like the mid-2000s, and I don't really think anybody would care. Now they just happen to have really, really clean jerseys, and they've got a really good football team. I think most people would probably take that. I will also tell you, we know the Bills will be wearing blue opening night at New York against the Jets in yep. New Jersey, as you say, because the Jets are going to wear their legacy throwback white uniforms. And the Bills wore all blue last year to open the season in primetime against the Rams, and that worked very well for them. Let's so do you think out. you should wear all blue? Because we know it'll be blue tops. It could be white bottoms. We don't know. All blue would make sense here, right? Yes, for sure. I think that they'll wear the all blues. And I think, are the Jets wearing white on green or is it white on white? White on white, I believe. Then I think they'll definitely go all blue. I think that they also just prefer that look. They'll never say this publicly, but they are a little bit superstitious about this stuff. The jerseys (laughs) that they're good in, the combinations that they're not good in. Like, there's a reason they don't wear the white jerseys with the blue pants a ton. And it's because... They've lost some games in those jerseys, but in white and white and blue and blue, they've actually been pretty good. These are just the random things that we can talk about when the team is 13 and three last year and, you know, has been really good for the last couple of years. Well, we need to talk about what's going on at training camp, including the red, the white and the blue jerseys. You got Josh Allen and the other quarterbacks and specialists in red. You got the defense in blue. You got the offense in white. And we've seen now almost all of training camp. We have a couple of days left, as you say, we sit here and talk. And now we're starting to get a little physical. A couple of fights breaking out at camp uh, the last time we were out there on Monday. One of them even, you know it's getting physical, Matt, when a couple of guys start going at it who aren't even involved in the drill or the play. Now, I'm pretty sure Kyrie Elam and Trent Sherpin went at, you know, had a one-on-one against each other. But when I was watching, they were not involved at all. They were just off to the side. There was a throw by Matt Barkley. After that, he turns around. I look, I thought someone was hurt. Kyrie Elam's on the ground wrestling. Uh, I think they were thrown punches earlier on. I'm not really sure. Someone said they saw that. I didn't see it. With Trent Sherfield, they both get tangled up. Pay- players pile in. They pick them off. They have their helmets off. They walk off. Later on, Terrell Bernard and Spencer Brown. And Terrell Bernard's giving away a lot of size to Spencer Brown, obviously. Huh, yeah. That drew a crowd. Stefan Diggs was John, but it's the time of year for this to happen. They're sick of each other. They've been practicing with just each other for a couple weeks. They're starting to get ready to play a game. This happens every single year. Sometimes it's a major player involved, like it was last year with Josh Allen and Jordan Phillips. This year, I don't want to say secondary guys, but guys who are not Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. They were off to the side doing their thing. So, yeah, I don't really think it matters too much. I think that, you know, this is just kind of like the boiling point for a lot of these guys and they're ready to play a preseason game. One interesting thing though, that I did want to kind of just talk to you about Brandon Bean was on the Pat McAfee show, I believe last week. And they asked him what I thought was a question about joint practices. And he said, they looked into some things, weren't able to get it done, but they're hoping that they can do it in the future. Now I do not have that confirmed. I have not talked to Brandon about that myself, but it would make sense because we have heard them say that that's something they like doing. They've done it multiple times with this regime because they did it. Well, actually, no, they've only done it once with this regime. And that's when they went to Spartanburg and did the joint practices with the Panthers. And then a couple of years before that, they had a joint practice with the Steelers in Latrobe. If I was a betting man, I would guess that they probably do some sort of joint practice with the Giants if they can make it work out. Because you know Joe Shane, you know Brian Dable, you know a lot of those guys. I think when those kind of practices happen, more and more of these fights happen. When you keep 100%. it, you know what I mean? Because, you know, those that's when things get really heated. So, uh, long story, you know, I'm, I'm rambling here, but I think we might see that next year, and we might see even more fights. 
in the short term, though, there was a day where it got heated, whatever. I don't read too much into it. I have talked to Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott about this, not this year specifically. I can tell you their philosophy and why this has not happened a, a lot. So first of all, let's just say the Bills are very rare now in the NFL to not do this. 27 teams have joint practices in some way, shape, or form this year with another team. 13 of those, I believe, have two joint practices with two separate teams, basically, right? And the practice sessions are two days leading up to a preseason game. Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have made it clear to me, and every time I've spoken with them about it, you have to have the right situation. You have to trust that other team, that other organization. This is why your point about the Giants is a good one, which I'll get to in a second. It's why they did it with Ron Rivera's team a few years ago in Charlotte. The, the relationship, the respect they have for Ron Rivera's team, Ron Rivera's organization, the way he runs things, you're not you know you're there to work. You know they're there to get an efficient practice done, not to deal with all this nonsense that goes on that's going to happen in some of these. The other thing I'll say, Matt, I, they've always made it clear it's got to be the right time for that team to do it. When they did it for the Panthers, it was, okay, they were ready to win. They're stepping into a bigger role. They needed mm-hmm. that competition, that hungry. Now, Matt, they are a veteran team who gets enough work against each other. Do they really need to go against another team? The group that they have, you're – the Bills' second-team defense can maybe give their offense a better look than some teams' first-team defense. And I'm not kidding when I say that. I mean, uh, I, I, think, I, I think that is part of the reason why they don't have to do that to necessarily have efficient practices. I think there's a benefit to it. I really do. I think that sure. seeing another team, I think that even though the Bills have a deep roster, I don't think it compares to their second team. I think any other team's first team would be a better competition for them. I like the idea of them seeing somebody different because I think it brings out the best in you. And I think it does kind of refine your skills and things you're working on before you ultimately get to a preseason game. And I think now it's even more valuable with that one less preseason game. I think the preseason's overblown anyway, but now that it is only three games and now that the starters barely play anyway at any point during the preseason, I think this might be the most efficient and safe and controlled environment for those starters to get like actual meaningful reps in an environment that maybe isn't as dangerous and isn't as risky as it would be in a preseason game. I had heard a rumor last year that they were going down the road of possibly going against the commanders, Ron Rivera's team last year for a joint practice. And then all that JD McKissick stuff happened. And I don't know if that, I on it. Heard I'm not really sure. Similar. So, yeah, so I don't, think that I don't that know. And that's not confirmed. I'm just know that there were rumblings that they could do that. I don't know if that made it go away that soured the relationship, but they just said, yeah, we, we just can't make it work, you know, and however the logistics of it, I'm not really sure. So, We'll any other teams, team. any other teams besides the Giants, well, you the think Giants would make work. a lot of sense? They wouldn't work this year because I think if you want to do it this year, I don't think you want to do it with a team you play in the regular season. I also think the Giants did a joint practice this year, I believe, with the Lions, I think I saw. So I don't think that, you know, I don't know if that was set up before these conversations would have happened or not. But, yeah, you're probably right. Something to have on the back burner. But, you know, if the Bills are playing the Giants this year, not going to play them next year. All right. Well, they are going to have three preseason games, as we talked about. We don't know who's going to play in preseason game number one, but we know a few guys probably aren't going to because of some recent injuries. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.